In 2016, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints launched a campaign called Light the World to encourage people to give service and charity to one another during the Christmas season. Like so many others, I jumped all in and had some life-changing experiences that would also change my Christmases forever. But I remember one person standing out to me that year among so many who chose to share their service on social media. Ethan Cisneros, the owner of the drink and treat shop in downtown Salt Lake City called Thirst, was sharing as a brick and mortar store what his business was doing to light the world for 25 days in 25 ways. I've continued to follow Ethan for the past several years and consume his amazing drinks anytime we're in Salt Lake and have been so inspired by his good doing and desire to inspire others to do the same. Today, Ethan shares with me the meaning behind all this service and the person who urged him to be part of Light the World, what it's done for his business, and what he encourages other business owners to do who want to do this same thing too. I have Ethan Cisneros here with me from Thirst, which you... May or may not know this, but when we go to Utah, thirst is the very first stop. <laughs> Before we even get to my parents, oh my usually, that's the first place that we go to after we come out of, you know, the airport and we jump on uh, I-15 and we head down and get a thirst drink usually. And it's just our favorite spot. So um, I'm so thrilled to have you on here and and we're going to talk about some cool things that I've watched you do for the last several years with Light the World. But first, yeah. I want to give people the opportunity to know like who you are and what you're kind of about. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business and how you got that started? Yeah, so um, here I am five years in and it's been so much fun. We were in Salt Lake City, so our original store is in downtown Salt Lake and I went to Olympus High School in Holiday, mm-hmm. and my last couple of years of high school, I've, I've always been like a businessy kid, and I wanted to start a business all on my own, so I started a little shaved ice shack oh. up in, right, right above my high school. Yeah, it was called Olympus Ice. Cool. And that was kind of my first business endeavor, and I just learned how to, how to have a business, how to run employees, how to, how to market and bring customers into my business, and that provide a good experience. And mm-hmm. I did that for my last couple of years of high school. And then after high school, I was planning on going to the University of Utah. And so it was a little bit far from my shaved ice shack and I wanted to kind of take a step up. And so I saw an opportunity in the market to put a drinks and treats business in the Salt Lake Valley. There wasn't a ton of drink shops in the city at the time. and No, there was nothing downtown was nothing. forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's still not that much, like right in the heart of downtown. There was and, a Sonic. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know if it was bad for me yeah, to say, Sonic, but there was but, a Sonic, but that was it. Yeah. And so there we did. We popped up in 2016, the end of 2016. And it was, it's been a crazy experience because really when we started this campaign that we're going to go and talk about is when we were so slow. And I worked every shift at the store yeah. by myself. And it was like, it was really, really a struggle and a learning time for me as an entrepreneur. And uh, I kind of leaned into just any type of aggressive marketing that I could do without having to pay for it because I had no money. There was no sales coming in. Mm-hmm. And I was I was really just kind of trying to bootstrap it, you know? Yeah. And um, that just 
tactics like what we're going to talk about in this campaign and this, you know, just being a good member of the community has kind of led into what Thirst is now. And we have just uh, a really great company that provides a lot of value to our customer and, and for our employees and everything. So it's uh, it's been a really great experience. That's so awesome. So when was, so 2016, I think that was that maybe the first year of Light the World, if I am remembering yep, right. Yep. So you guys decided to do Light the World your first year. Is that yep. right? Yep. Okay. So what what made you decide to do that? Because I have to say it's extremely unique for a brick and mortar. It's I mean, I feel like it's one thing for me as an influencer or a blogger or whatever you want to call me, mm-hmm. who I show my life, I show my family, I talk about my belief and my faith and all of that to be involved in something like this, but it's an entirely different thing in my opinion. And so I I just admire and respect you so much for doing this as a brick and mortar business. So what led you to want to do that? So I'll tell the story of how we rolled out the campaign. Basically, we've always been, our higher level strategy has been to become part of the community. And that's really what we needed to do to get the support that we needed from the community to be a soda shop in the middle of downtown Salt Lake in you know, kind of a sketchy area. Mm -hmm. You know, we really were, we were trying to do whatever we could to bring the utmost value. And my mom is, um, always, she's, I have to give her credit. She came up with the whole campaign and I, I like to tell her now that she is really responsible for one of the starting kind of the tipping points for thirst when we really started to get a little bit more popular because mm-hmm. she was always coming up with things like that, this, and um, she's a member of the LDS church and she followed the light the world campaign. And she's like, yeah, you got to do this as a business. And immediately like, this is like, okay, this is something that I can do um, with nothing but time. You know, it's not going to cost me a lot of money mm-hmm. and I can really do good in the community and be a better community member as a business, you know, and not only is it do well by the people that we're serving and the families that we're providing Christmas for and the people we're doing service for, but, you know, it's just a good move overall, you know, to lead into business results too, quite honestly. So it was, it was a no brainer back then. And so we did it the first year and we kind of, the way we broke it out is two parts. We're going to do 25 days of service as a company with Mm -hmm. our employees um, in the city that we're selling in. And we're going to document the whole journey. And so this was just when Instagram stories started to come out and be super, super popular. And this is is literally when, and so I'm kind of known as like being the kid on the thirst page who now is like, hey, Thirsty Nation. This is literally where it started because... This is funny that I'm remembering this story as I say it, but I wanted to, I really wanted to blow up this light the world. Like, wow, is a company doing this? And so I was like, why don't I spell out hashtag light the world on the side of my big building in, this is how I was imagining it, on the side of my big building in Garland and then wrap that in Christmas lights. And it's mm-hmm. going to light up. And I was like, oh man, I think the news is going to come because it's going to be so big and exciting. And it literally, like, I remember being on the side of the roof and I was like, I'm just going to, sh- I'm just going to share and document this journey with my, you know, at the time, literally it was like 900, 1200 Instagram followers that we had. Yeah. And I was up on the roof and I'm like, Hey, Thirsty Nation, we're trying to light the world. We're trying to light the world up here. And we worked for like two days on it. And then 
finally, like the moment of truth, we plugged the lights in and it looked like just one big blur across. The room. <laughs> Super fun experience and a learning experience. And then over the last few years, it's as we've become a little bit more popular and open more locations, it's uh, really made a, a big impact on the community, the service events that we're doing. So like I said, basically we do 25 days of service as a company and we document it super well. And so like one of our most popular service events is we on Tuesdays in December, we buy tacos from Del Taco because it's the Tuesday taco night deal. So yeah. we spend a couple hundred bucks and just get hundreds of tacos and we take our team members out and we just give them to people that are um, suffering from homelessness downtown. And it's just a super fun event and it's, it gets our team out doing something together you know, serving the community. And I think it promotes a lot of good by the fact that we're documenting it too. And it makes our followers feel a part of it. It makes them want to go do service. And so the service has been amazing. But I have to say my favorite part is another part we do. So how it originated, back to my mom. So she's like, you got to do this campaign. And there was a couple of families, I think, in her ward that were like in need. And if you know my, the people that know my mom know she's always like, always just trying to do something for someone else it's like she's literally an angel and um she's like why don't why don't you use the instagram and like your customers to help provide a christmas for these families and it's exactly what we did we basically just did a very general outline of the families Mm -hmm. and and we asked our instagram followers to help buy us presents the first year we were just like we have a three-year-old boy, a five-year-old girl. We really need presents for him. And we literally just had people drop off presents and we wow. raised some money ourselves and went out and bought them. And that was the first year. And then basically we, on Christmas morning, we get up super, super early, deliver all the presents, knock on the door and just run. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. They have no idea where it came from. And it's really kind of evolved over the last few years into this year. I, I'm so excited to see what we're going to do on Christmas morning. We're doing nine families wow. um, somehow. And uh, we're going to basically, we're using our Instagram following and our partner, our amazing, you know, people that support us like you to spread the word about this campaign. Mm-hmm. And we're doing our 25 days of service. And we're saying, hey, if you want to help support, you can either buy a gift from our this Amazon wish list that we made for all these um, different families, or you can just support by donating to the GoFundMe. And then we go out and go shopping for all the families, get them grocery store gift cards and things like that. And then, yeah, Christmas morning, really early from about three or 4am till, uh, till everyone's got their presents. That's what we'll be doing. So I'll be playing Santa Claus and it's just so fun. We get to make our Instagram community a huge part of it just by documenting the whole process. And it's just amazing. It's so much fun. So cool. Yeah. And I think we need to, I realized that this was my fault, but I didn't really provide context for anyone who might not be um, familiar with Light the World. So that well, is a, Sorry. <laughs> that, no, it's okay. It's a, it's um, a campaign started by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in, I think we mentioned, I think 2016 was the first year and it was really created so that people of all different Uh, belief systems would just take that concept of lighting the world with goodness and uh, do that for each other, for others, for, you know, finding ways to really bring service and bring Christ into the middle of the Christmas season. And it has just completely changed my life and my family's life as we've done daily prompts um, for the last several years. So how has that changed your life personally? Like what, 
what effect has it had on you personally? No, and it's funny that you asked this because it really, at the beginning, was just me and, you know, my small two or three employees that were doing every service day with me. And so it had a profound impact on me first before, you know, it got really popular. Mm -hmm. And, and so, I don't know, I think it's easier said than done to do this campaign. And you've probably seen this over the last, it's 2020 now, right? It's been four years, like several, people say all the time they're going to do 25 days. And then they're like, wow, that's actually harder than you think to do 25 days of service in a row. Mm -hmm. It's really true. And to like hold up to it. And then especially if you're documenting the process, it's like, it's actually not easy. And um, the just putting putting my work where my mouth was when we said we're going to do 25 days of service, I feel like that made an impact on me. Like I can really do good in this community just by, you know, a few simple acts and getting our community together to change someone's life. When we hear about, we don't get to share about the stories like of the families very much just because it's, you know, kind of confidential. Yeah. You want to keep their privacy for sure. Yeah, but I got to be Santa Claus for like kids who had never seen Santa Claus before. And it was really incredible, like just seeing these kids' houses that smelled like urine and just they had literally nothing and were handing them Xboxes and iPads and like like it was just a literal dream for them. So I it I can't put my finger on like exactly, you know, what part of me it's changed, but it's definitely made Ethan the human like the way I interact with my employees and my relationships it's it's made me way more grateful mm-hmm. and uh I'm I'm just grateful that my mom kicked me in the gear and gave me the idea because uh it's yeah to your point it's definitely changed my life a lot that's so cool so for anyone who owns a business and maybe has thought or been inspired by seeing you or um, others participate in like the world who are hesitant about how is this going to affect my business? Is this going to label me as, um, yeah. you know, aligning myself with a certain religion or um, maybe this is too strong of messaging or whatever? What What's your response to that or your advice um, for anyone who kind of they want to do it, but they have hesitations? Yeah, I think I think doing the right thing is the right thing, no matter what religion you are. And uh, that's the way I like to portray it in my company, to my employees and to the people following our Light the World campaign. It's an amazing idea. And you know, regardless of what religion anyone is, doing service is an amazing idea. And mm-hmm. so... We're. I don't think they mind that we're uh, we're borrowing their idea to do some good in the community, and um, so that's the way I look at it. Is that doing the right thing is always the right thing, and service is the right thing. And we don't know we're not we're not sharing uh, scriptures when we're uh, talking about our days of service, but we're doing good and we're doing service. And uh, I'm grateful that you know they set the example of that, so that we can go out and uh, be able to do good stuff like this. Yeah, I love that so much. I love that what you just said about, you know, doing the right thing is doing the right thing. That's so powerful. And, you know, you mentioned a second ago, you said your mom's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ. So um, I wonder if that, so is this something that like when you decided to do it, was there any personal like struggle with, well, this is what 
this is my mom's thing or was, what was your process there? Was there any kind of a hesitation or did you just feel like, yeah, I feel totally compelled and called to do this? You know, to be honest, and, and at the start, it, it really, it wasn't, you know, some big calling or anything or, or dramatic feeling at all. It's really what it's done for me after the fact that I feel like is a little bit more dramatic, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I didn't, uh, there wasn't some big reasoning uh, to be honest of why we started to do it. But I would just say as soon as we did it, the community, it's funny how the community latches onto stuff like this too. And it's actually taught me like kind of a businessy lesson um, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an entrepreneur, so like you'll always catch me talking about business in any conversation I have. Yeah. But it's taught it's taught me about brand, and it's taught me that there's more depth in a business than just the sale and transaction that you have with your customer. Mm-hmm. There's something called brand, and it goes way deeper, and it honestly can produce way more money in the long term too. But it can also, I feel like, uh, if you do it right, it can provide a lot of value, and so. What I mean by that is when I did this campaign, I don't, it's not like that month the sales of my business exploded or something like that. But it slowly built a foundation of, you know, people like you that are willing to support us and, and know that we're on the same page of doing the right thing and we want to put good out into the world. And so I think it taught me a lesson about brand over anything too, which is kind of fun for me. Yeah, very cool. customers or people that have told you that you've inspired them to do something because of what you guys have done? Has there any, has there been anything like that? Well, yeah, definitely. And so there's several businesses actually that just jumped on board and started doing it over the last couple of years, which has been super fun. What's been super fun too, is to see the support from the thirsty nation, as we call them. Um, We call our followers at thirst, the thirsty nation, Mm -hmm. Um, just because we all just feel, I, I feel like we feel we're really close with each other and because we do stuff like this like it's been a it's been a bit more tough with covid and our service events but the past three years we've um let people volunteer to come do these service events with us make lunches for the homeless mm-hmm. uh go hand out tacos do go caroling go visit the elderly we this is all things we would do with our customers and it was amazing and so I think that's one of the most amazing parts of the support from the community that they give just, you know, without any hesitation. So it's pretty dang cool to see yeah. that. Day. So cool. And I have to ask you too, cause I, I saw the video this year that you guys posted of going and handing out the tacos. Um, and that just really touched my heart with, you know, helping the homeless community. Is there a reason that you have felt specifically compelled to help them or any kind of, Actually, yeah. And so it's funny because my journey with the homeless community in Salt Lake has been one heck of a ride. And my people closest to me will tell you that. But, and I'm, I'm serious about when I say like my latest, as of the last couple of years, strategy 
with the homeless population because it's been really hard owning owning a business downtown they'll come you know for the first few years they come in and just you know want to hang out for a really long time potentially yeah. could scare away customers we all know the downsides you know that they can bring mm -hmm. but my strategy for the last couple of years uh really has just been to be overwhelmingly loving to them and like offer them a drink you know, offer them something, offer them whatever they need, whether it's they, if they do need to go to the bathroom, like, all right, let's suck it up. We're going to clean up in the bathroom afterwards. We're going to watch them, let them go to the bathroom. Or if like, hey, can I grab you? If they're panhandling on our line, hey, can I, is there anything I can grab for you? Can I grab you a drink? And it honestly leads into, you know, better success with them letting us do our business there. They have more respect for us, honestly. I've I've found, and sometimes I'll even say like, "Hey, can I grab? I'd like to grab you an order, you know, on me." But if you wouldn't mind, I'd like if you could have enough respect to not ask my customers for money. It literally works every time without fail, and wow. so I, I do have like a special relationship with the homeless, and I can't say I've handled it that well every time. I haven't, but it's yeah. The reason we do it for the homeless is because we are right in the heart of downtown salt lake city with our original store and we want to see that community get on their feet you know and it, it means a lot to us and so being a member of the salt lake community as a business mm -hmm. we feel like it's a, it's a makes a big impact and it's uh, important to spend some time there yeah that's so cool um so what do you think maybe has been the most challenging thing about trying to do like the world um, with your business, you know, during the holiday season? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It's like a crazy busy time, no matter what. And mm -hmm. it's been nice because, you know, this year my marketing manager has really handled so much of it and done such a good job. But in the past years, 20, like I was saying before, 25 days of service, you sign up for it and you make it happen. And also, you know, we're arranging and, to a degree, kind of committing to provide this Christmas for these underprivileged families. And so it's a lot of pressure. And I really want to deliver and and hold myself accountable and hold our company accountable for doing what we're saying we're going to do. And so uh, it's been difficult. Like I said, like when you really are going to put your actions where your mouth is at and do 25 days of service in a meaningful way, it it can get long. But when you get through it, it, it makes a significant impact, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, how about with your mom? Is there anything that you guys have done together since you said that, you know, she's always trying to help people and has she taken part in this at all with you? And do you have any stories there? I have unlimited stories about my mom <laughs> um, funneling, you know, my actions in my business and, you know, my character as a human. Um, one thing I think is super important is on social media is putting good out there. And I think that's one thing that our community appreciates a lot about thirst is we're posting and I'll circle back. I, I promise this ties into back what I'm talking no, about, you're but good. keep going. One thing I think is super important on social media as a brand is to pump positivity into the system because yeah. I think that, People really appreciate that. And that, that again, builds your brand and builds a following and builds loyalty. Um, my mom uh, is a little bit sick. She actually had a brain tumor about five years ago. And, mm. and 
one thing that that trial in my life and what the way I've seen her handle it has really taught me is that the bounce back of things is super important. And what I mean by that is I think that there's a lot of negative stuff on social media today. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously that's like one of the most cliche things I say, like all of the negativity on social media. Well, it's obviously true. And I think, you know, the way that we respond to things is super important. The way I see my mom respond to, you know, her own trials is to help others. Yeah. You know, and the way that I feel like as a brand, we should respond to what, you know, the world on social media and everything that goes on is to pump good into the system. And so my mom's taught me a million lessons. That's definitely one of them is what can we do as a company to, you know, negate all the negative stuff in the world. And uh, so I'm really grateful for my mom. I love my mom a lot. She's taught me that. She's taught me a million other things, but um, definitely bouncing back and um, doing everything you can to uh, do good for someone else is definitely something she's taught me. And that's a big root of why we did the campaign in the first place. That's so awesome. Um, I didn't know that about your mom and what, like, what an inspiring story to know that that's what she took from that trial and how she's handled that. And that's yeah, really and it's, cool. I think it's good because it's really what I've taken from her actions too, because a lot of the times I think she wonders, you know, what is, what have I done for, for my family? And I, I'm so, I'm so glad that I've gotten this tangible thing, which is like, I've seen the way that she's acted Mm-hmm. And I've implemented it into things like my business and my relationships with, you know, everyone I'm ever going to have a relationship with for forever. But, you know, it's the reason we're having this conversation right now. It's because she taught me you know, it's it's about it's about doing good. And uh, so I give her an enormous amount of credit and I will for forever. I love that. That's so awesome. So I want to, I do want to actually circle back to something you brought up a second ago about pumping good into the system and showing goodness, because I will tell you for years, uh, Neil and I, my husband and I have done, tried to do charitable things or give, you know, give or be um, extra service oriented during the Christmas season, but it feels a little bit weird sometimes broadcasting it, Uh um, but yet I feel like light the world has given us a platform to do that. And in a way that feels like we're like, we really are helping inspire goodness and better things than what's the alternative. Like what else are we going to be posting on social media? And that's kind of where I've landed with all of this is, yeah, it may appear like, look at all the good we're doing, but in the alternative, we don't inspire anyone to do any good. And so, but what what are your feelings about that? Because I would be curious to know as, especially as a brick and mortar business, what feedback you've gotten and where you've landed with this after several years of doing oh, yeah. your own version of Light the World. I feel so strongly about like just the principle that you just said, because it's, and here Ethan goes again, bringing back to like a business topic, but for me, it's, it's almost marketing. It's action equals opportunity, you know, and without, this is something I used to talk about more in the past, but, you know, without trying that marketing campaign, without, you know, trying this piece of content as an influencer or doing, you know, these new things, there's no, there's no room, there's no opportunity for it to work. 
And so I feel like it's the exact same thing with what we're doing with Light the World and what you're talking about right now, which is, you know, if we don't do it, the negativity will continue and we will continue to have not done it. And so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm a huge believer in being a doer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my podcast is called Learning by Doing. You know, I've literally learned everything in my life by doing it, you know, and yeah. watching people do it. And so I'm just a huge believer in action. And I want to be, I want to be one of the people of like my generation that did the most action and did the most good while doing action, whether it's business, whether it's leading people, whether it's, you know, making content, you know, I want to do a lot of things in my lifetime and do good by others just because that's what I've seen, you know, my heroes do. I love that. That's so cool. Um, I have another question for you. Do you have any inspiring stories or things that or interactions or ideas that your employees have given you or their contribution to your your guys's um light the world and do you have anything that you can share with me about any of them? What first comes to mind is two things is first that what what an impact it's probably having on the, my manager that's doing it this year, who's organizing every single event um, and making sure every one of them gets done. I'm I'm thinking, wow, that's awesome. Now that we have this structure that's changing an employee's life one at a time, um, and it's it's been really good too to have them do things like come to hand out tacos, you know, and things like that. I don't I don't have any like tangible ways of how it's you know changed them, but. I think it's just incredible like to have them just walk up and see see you know people less fortunate than than them it makes it makes us all more grateful and so yeah I've seen them be really excited about it and be humbled by it and be more grateful from it for sure so cool what do you think the best way if a company is listening to this and they're inspired by what you guys have done what do you think the best way is or maybe you know is there anything that you've learned or things advice that you have for someone who feels like gosh I want to do that yes you know with my company with my store with my whatever yes I do I I believe that documenting the process and the journey of trying to do good Mm -hmm. rather than trying to put on a front and put on you know perfectly edited videos and photos and put out, you know, exactly the way that you're going to do service, that's when you get into mistakes, you know, just do good and document the process and people that builds a brand and it builds brand loyalty and it builds trust. You know, I think, I think content in general by businesses or influencers and things are oftentimes overthought when Mm -hmm. really that raw, authentic journey that the people want. So if you're a business wanting to you know, potentially do service and try and make a step to become part of the community, just make that step and use those. And I like, I always tell people those Instagram stories are good because there is no higher, you know, engagement on any platform right now. And they're just so quick and raw and authentic. And that's the way I do it. And that's the way Thirst has kind of grown its brand. And, you know, that's the way I've seen you do it. And so it's just so authentic and quick. And I think, the way I would, you know, if I was actually giving a tactic to a business listening, cool. Yeah. Do whether it's 25 days of service, whether you want to call it light the world, if you're, you know, Johnny's pizza shop, do Johnny's pizza shop does good this Christmas and just call it that and just Mm -hmm. do good and put that content 
that out there. It might not, you might not sell a million pizzas this Christmas, but it will build a community of people that trust you. And by the way, doing the right thing is always the right thing. It comes back around and leads to, you know, success for everyone. So I love that so much. Okay. So I have one last question to ask you that I always ask everyone. And that is if there's one message that you want people to remember from this interview, what do you want that one message to be? Doing the right thing and having the right intent leads to what you want in the end. And if you're especially willing to do it like me and document the journey and be super authentic and share your ups and your downs and when things work and don't work and behind it all, you actually have good intent and want to do good by your employees, by your followers, by your customers, it will work out for you because doing the right thing is always the right thing. So I, I feel really strongly about that. And I, I hope I set an example of that to, you know, anyone listening to myself, to my employees. And um, uh, that's what, that's what I'm up to trying to do that. I love that. Well, Ethan, thank you for inspiring me and so many other people and being so committed to doing good and doing the right thing. Cause I, I've, it's inspired me to be better and to be more bold and to give more. So um, where can people find you and, and support your business and support you guys and your, you know, everything that you're doing? Yeah. I'm so grateful to be on here. I'm, I'm constantly taken back by just the support by people like you. It's more meaningful than, you know, as a business owner. So thank you so much. Um, you can find thirst at, at the, drinks i've been talking about on instagram we like to share every part of our business and um really build a loyal community and try to bring real value to our customers and we're a brick and mortar drive-through we have uh, two different locations and uh my me being as ethan i also share my journey on my account ethan from thirst and that's just kind of the behind the scenes of everything in my business you know, the ups the downs um i have a podcast called learning by doing and yeah, I'm just up to trying to do right in the world and grow really, really big business and um, uh, show people and myself that success can be had in a big way and uh, still do it the right way and do right by people. So I love it. So awesome. Well, we'll link to all of those things in the show notes and put your addresses on there too for, for your locations and I'm just super jealous too of everyone that gets to go enjoy thirst because <laughs> there's nothing that I would love more in this moment than to have an extra large 44 ounce diet Dr. McCreamy. Well hey let's figure out how right to get thirst close to you. That's <laughs> that would be opinion. awesome. We <laughs> would love it. Okay. Yeah thanks for being on Ethan. Yep. Thanks so much for listening to Mint Arrow Messages. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mint Arrow subscribe to our Apple podcasts and rate and review us if you like us. And to get show notes, go to mintarrow.com slash podcast. And you can even sign up to get show notes emailed right to your inbox. And we'll email you every time there's a new episode.